This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. Welcome to today's session. This is all about feedback. Now, that might seem strange. What's feedback got to do with well-being and our mental well-being at that? This has come up because of something that's happened recently for me. And we wanted to put this together to give you a flavour of the kind of things that this covers to do with mental well-being. Feedback very often sounds like it's a work tool and it can be and it's a really useful work tool to set someone on the right lines. True feedback is a gift because what you're doing is you're enabling someone to see themselves through somebody else's eyes, so another person's eyes, and it opens up that side of them that they may not already know about themselves. And I was talking to Sue recently about some feedback and how it can feel really difficult to give really good feedback because you may be saying something that is a development issue for somebody else that is something that maybe has affected you in that kind of way and you need to let them know so that they're aware of it. And it can be really difficult can't it so to give that kind of feedback and receive that kind of feedback definitely i think it's i think feedback skills are you know as you say we tend to associate it with work but they're life skills yeah really aren't they and i think it's it's interesting that in the workplace it's often the thing that people struggle with because they've not got it embedded as a life skill So it doesn't transfer to the workplace and it feels like this kind of this awkward thing. And I think, yeah, I think not for everybody, you know, some people are really, are really good at giving feedback, but chances are it's usually because they've practiced, because they've worked at it, because they've gained, they've gained awareness. And I do, I absolutely love the, you know, the the, the phrase about feedback being a gift. And I think, you know, I first heard that a very long time ago. Um, And I think when you sort of get on board with that, it's very illuminating, actually. You know, so what is a gift? You know, well, it's, it's, it's a present. It's something, you know, for you to kind of, for you to accept, for you to receive, for you to choose what you do with, you know, uh, all those kinds of things. So as a metaphor, it works really, really well, I think. Um, yeah, I think feedback can be hard to, but it can be hard to receive if it is something that's developmental i think we're so quick in our culture to kind of because i don't like the word 
because I'm going to go off a little bit here, but it's all related. Like we maybe kind of associate it with criticism. Yeah. So that word for me feels a little bit prickly. Yeah. A little bit niggly, you know, like you're getting at me. Um, yeah. Whereas actually to be, to be critical, you know, in a kind of a, I don't know, in an accountable way, in an okay way, you know, where we're, we're comfortable with that isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. You know, and I think that's that's the this is the stuff that we don't that we don't learn about, you know, from an early age. And I think if we could, and maybe some of it does come with maturity, you know, a little bit. We we have to learn about ourselves more and about others um, in order to be able to kind of accept feedback and to give feedback. But yeah, I think it's within friendships as well as within working relationships, within personal family relationships. Yeah, it can be can be really really challenging to give it's difficult especially like you said that if there is something developmental and it's funny because yeah critical um if they're critiquing me if they're gonna if they're gonna criticize me not good at being able to take that on because that word's already summed it up for me that they're going to criticize me whereas actually can i give you some developmental feedback is different but that is very much a, a worky way that I would phrase it mm. and in a in a non-work relationship as well as a, a work relationship it's about just saying to that person I, I need to give you some feedback about something that's happened that's had an effect on me and I think and that's how I come about it because feedback needs to come from the person who's giving it to the person who it's about yeah. it can't be hearsay because they need to be really clear about what it is and be able to get questioned about it so that it can be really beneficial for the person receiving it and I've been on the on the end of both sides and it, it is really difficult and there are processes we go through but actually the way that we give feedback enables that person to see a side of them that they may not be aware of. I'm not going to talk about Jahari's window, but that's what it's linked to, that there are four sides of ourselves. So feedback is dealing with the blind side. So if people want to look up Jahari's window, see that a little bit more. The feedback part is to deal with the blind side, the side about ourselves that we don't see and hearing that information from somebody else, especially in a way, given in a way that is caring and is about developing ourselves better, can make us grow as a person. That's the key. That's how feedback links with mental well-being because it not only develops the person receiving it because they are more aware then of what's going on they see a part of themselves that they weren't aware of and they can choose what they do with that feedback because it, it is their choice to deal with it but actually when you're giving that feedback you're learning something about yourself as well yeah. you're learning about how you approach it about maybe next time what to say what not to say about the reasons why you're giving it 
And I always think that if you are giving feedback from a place of love, it can never go far wrong. So if your intention is always to give that feedback from a place of love, so basically what I mean by that is you care about that other person enough that you want to share something with them that they may need to deal with because it could be a development issue or because you want to praise them because feedback works in that way as well. And I'm really good at giving praise. I'm really good at, I don't even know I'm doing it myself. I'm really good at, at saying things to people that I've noticed about them, whether it be their skin and um, what they're wearing to their personality, how they've come across, how they've done a piece of work, whatever it happens to be. But actually developmental feedback does take me a lot longer to do. And sometimes I don't address it when I should address it. And it's because it is difficult because basically, you know, you might come up against some argument and that that is going to happen. Isn't it really funny? Because I always remember me and Sue. I remember us. We because we started working together. That's how we met each other. Yeah. Oh gosh, many many moons let's ago. Not say how many years ago? That's <laughs> not many. Yeah, let's <laughs> not mention that. Um, but many moons ago, <laughs> and um, another lady that we worked with, who's one of our good friends. And I always remember her saying, in the work context this was, that when she got feedback, she knew that actually she didn't take it well. So rather than putting the person off who was going to give her that feedback, because she knew that potentially that might be something that would really help her in the long run, she used to get in her car and she'd go through the whole cycle of what you can go through when you get feedback which is dejack so you might deny and then you might justify what has been going on and why you're doing that and then you start to accept it and then you choose whether you make the change or not so it's djac so deny justify accept and change and she knew she went through that so she'd sit in the car and go through it because that way she was able to get it out of her system. She was able to work through it. By the time she got home, she'd accepted it and she knew a plan of action of how she wanted to move that forward. And it also didn't stop that person from feeling like they could give her feedback next time because she wasn't going back with it to them. And I just thought, wow, she's really enlightened about what she does and the impact that that could have on somebody else and the value that she put on that feedback enough to keep wanting it, even though it can sometimes hurt. And she's fantastic. She is one of the most resilient people I know. And if I'm ever looking at resilience, I would look at her because she's brilliant at it, isn't she, Sue? Absolutely. I know exactly the incident that you're talking about, the conversation. It's something that I remember as well. It stuck mm. with me. And uh, whenever I think about feedback, I also think about that description that she gave. And as you're talking there, I was thinking about, well, what sets that apart? You know, and you, you touched on it there about this, seeing it as an opportunity, isn't it? 
And I know that yeah. can sound really, you know, we're seeing it as an opportunity, you know, it's really twee <laughs> and it's kind of, yeah, but it's really horrible and I don't want to hear it. It's all right to say, but, but that's actually what, what, where she'd come to with it, wasn't it? She'd, she was seeing it as an opportunity and that's why it links so well with our mental well-being because our, our mental well-being is all about looking at ways to learn about ourselves, isn't it? To understand ourselves. So actually in that situation, she's knowing herself so well that she's not putting up a barrier. She's not pushing it away. She's saying, I need to just sit with this and there's a process I'm going to go with. So what, you know, such a heightened level of self-awareness there. Yeah not protecting herself as such from anything but just allowing that to be but not in a way that's going to be detrimental to her that's not to yeah. say she might not be hurt she might still feel hurt she might still feel she might even not agree with it but actually giving herself that opportunity to work through it enables her to kind of to go through a process rather than it's the thing that you and I talk about all the time in the work that we do with clients and training groups and organizations it's this we're responding, not reacting. And yeah. When we react, you know, we're giving our power away. We're in that moment. We're just not, we're not, we're not good. We're not in a great yeah. mindset. You know, we're not looking after our mental well-being there. Whereas when we respond, we're knowing that this is a process, you know, and we're kind of allowing ourselves to work through that. I think, so I think it's, it's the growth mindset thing. It's that, this is an opportunity. It might be that I don't agree with what I hear, but this is an opportunity for me to learn. And I love that thing about, actually it's about considering the effect on the other person as well, because then that, it kind of op opens up more opportunities for conversations that might potentially be difficult that we can all learn more from. And just imagine if the world was a place, you know, where people felt like they trusted each other enough to be able to have these kinds of, honest conversations rather than you know being guarded making assumptions feeling like they were being attacked because yeah. that's often kind of how we go about things isn't it you know and it's sort of that i don't know it's, it's an instinctive thing i think to kind of want to protect ourselves but actually being in that growth space learning about yourself learning about others yeah i think this word trust was coming up a lot when you were talking. I was thinking you, it's not just about the other person. So you, you know, having a respect for that other person maybe is helpful. And what you were saying there about if it's coming from a place of love, then you are demonstrating that you care and that will come over. And that's not, you know, putting a sheen on it. That's not mm. pretending that's a real genuine or authentic thing. And you're going to know the difference between that feedback yes. genuine aren't you you just you're just going to be able to tell so yeah I think you're right I think and that's where the trust can come from then isn't it and then there's also the trust in yourself trusting yourself to kind of to pause to listen to process to take it on board trusting yourself to know that well if I do feel hurt that's okay um you know and that's just me being a human being and that's yeah there's more than enough room for you to be that but it's about making sure that you don't stay there and you don't get stuck there yeah you know that, that, so. that's the growth and learning part as well isn't it that's so there's so many lovely potentially <laughs> lovely things going on there for us to actually do something with um you know i'm not sugarcoating it at all it, you know as you go through that DJ process 
you know, denial is not a great place to be. <laughs> Justification, you know, makes you feel better in the short term. Yeah. Doesn't last, you know, and they're all very obvious kind of like human sort of things to go through. But yeah, if you can kind of move through that, if it takes longer than a car journey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it can do. And you can, you can okay. swing from one to another and you can keep going back and forth. But it is, it's, the thing for me is that the reason it links with your mental well-being as well is it enables you to get out the stuff that is stuck in your head that potentially that other person doesn't know. I am great at trying to drop hints that people don't ever get because I don't want to deal with that situation that is going to be a little bit difficult. And it's always been like that. And I'm slowly trying to get out of that because actually what that does is it upsets me or it gets me feeling a way I don't want to. And we can't ever go through life without hurt and pain. It's part of being human being. So anybody who comes into life thinking that it's all going to be flowers and roses is in for a shock because it's not. You know, we do need that pain to understand our blessings, to understand the happiness. And it's about accepting that pain, understanding where it comes from, feeling it, and then figuring out, okay, where do I go from here with that? And feedback is really something that can stop you feeling in a bad place or stop things from reoccurring. Um, what is good is for me, so say like in a friendship, you've got somebody who says something each time they come round or you constantly think a certain way. So I've got a friend who I dread her coming to the house because she is a clean freak. She cleans the house all the time and it's spotless. And my house is not dirty, but if there's a little bit of dust, it doesn't bother me, apart from if she's coming round. And I'm hypersensitive to the point where sometimes I've made myself really ill because I've spent so much time trying to clean and I've got RA, so actually that can then affect my hands. But I spent so much time trying to get it to look okay for her when actually it looks okay anyway. It's clean and neat. None of my other friends would ever notice anything. But to her, it's highlighted. And instead of saying something to her, giving her some feedback of, do you realise this is what you're saying, this is how it makes me feel? For her to understand that actually... Maybe she won't say it anymore if I said that to her. There's a, a possibility and a strong possibility that she would be horrified that I felt like that. I'm wondering why I'd never said something before to her. But there's that stop. There's that big, massive stop sign that's bright red with white letters in capitals shouting at you, stop. And it's right smack in front of you because you just think, this is going to be uncomfortable. This is going to be really uncomfortable, me saying this, because I have no idea how that other person's going to react to it. And that big massive stop sign stops us from giving that feedback. But then what it also does is it stops us from moving forward. It stops us from being okay. 
and I love my friend and I want to see her and I want her to come round without me feeling all of this angst of when she's come in. So rather than just doing that and putting myself into an uncomfortable place for that brief spell of time that would probably never, ever happen again once I've done it, would then open me up to not having that angst every other time she comes. And it's that, and I think sometimes that's what stops us. That big, massive red stop sign stops us from moving forward. But it can really damage us, and it can damage our mental well-being. And that's just like a little small example. There could be other things that you need to say to somebody that can really affect your relationship with them. It could affect your friendship to the point where you are no longer friends. And yet, maybe if you'd given that feedback, you'd have been able to stop that at that point and have moved even closer. Yeah. And that's why feedback, I think, really affects our mental well-being, either in a good way or in a bad way. And it, it really, it does really need to be something that we all come to terms with and do and get used to, isn't it? it is. And sorry go on. no I was just going to say and, and I know you struggle with it as well yeah. because you don't want to hurt other people's feelings because yeah. that's your go-to place it'll be Sue's really good at going I'll take the hurt if somebody else isn't hurting but actually yeah it's sort of like sometimes you need to go through that little bit of pain yeah it's th- yeah it's that discomfort of it's interesting because when I was listening to you, I was thinking there's something in that we do make assumptions, don't we? Like, so in your example, you're assuming perhaps how your friend's going to react or that she's going to, you know, have a certain, you know, thought or feeling about this. But, you know, you're, you're probably pretty much 100% sure that she will take it, you know, because she'd probably be mortified, like you say, to know that it's having that kind of effect on you. And I think this is where feedback is a gift because what it does is it, it opens up that blind spot, you know, and it, it kind of, it gives us that room and space to grow. And in doing so, it builds our communication. It strengthens our relationships potentially because actually in real life, in real relationships, we have ups, we have downs. We have days where we're a bit off, you know, where it's not kind of perhaps working out or we're not in sync with one another or, you know, whatever it happens to be. Um, And if we're in a relationship, you know, whether it's a friendship, a working relationship, you know, a personal relationship, if we're in a relationship where we know that we trust that if we've got something to say, we'll be heard, then actually you can't really hurt anybody's feelings. Not really. Because if, you know, if we're coming at it from a a, a space of, you know, I'm going to, there's something for me to learn here. What is this teaching me? You know, then, and again, easy to say, harder to, but I think a lot of that is because this is not how we're trained. This is not how we're brought up, actually. We're brought up in a world where we're either criticised within an inch of our life, you know, or maybe nobody ever tells us. Maybe people yeah. just let us get away with things <laughs> our entire life. So we, we, we don't know that we're kind of how our behavior comes over. We don't know that we're maybe doing things that impact on others. I mean, that's two kind of extremes of the scale there. You know, there may be 
lots of differentiation in between. Um, but yeah, we're not necessarily encouraged to sort of to look at ourselves in in that way. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's. I always think with feedback as well. It's the big thing is about that impact. So in your example, that is having a really detrimental impact on you. It's affecting your mental well-being. So if you're somebody that is prioritizing your mental well-being, if you're looking after yourself, then that is a matter that needs to be addressed, isn't it? It is a conversation that needs to be had. Mm. Go through the pain. It may be difficult. It might not be. You might be surprised. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? Where we sort of often make assumptions. We imagine the worst case scenario with that kind of conversation. Whereas it could just be that, you know, if we use a kind of a method for discussing it that talks about, it's not personal, you know, and I think that's another thing that often happens with feedback where we're sort of saying, it's not about you as a person. It's about the action or the behavior or the thing that you've said. And that can be difficult for people to sort of disassociate, isn't it? Because you're sort of saying, well, if it's my action, it's my behavior, then it is personal because it is about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you want to say something about that, Claire? Because there is a dis- there's a distinction there. You can't completely separate yourself from it. But yeah. there's a distinction between it being about you personally and your behaviour that you've demonstrated. Um, yeah, I think it's because potentially. So if I go back to that that situation, potentially my friend doesn't know that when she's making that comment that what I'm thinking from that in fact I know she doesn't know what I'm thinking from that she probably thinks she's being helpful by yes (laughs) yeah so that isn't a personal attack because it's not that's not who she is it's what she's said and she doesn't realize that what she said has had a different effect from the effect that maybe she was hoping to have yeah and I'm sure we've all had that. We've all said something and then gone, oh, God, that's not how it sounded. Or, oh, God, that's not what I meant by that. Because they've taken it somewhere different. Because we don't know until it is actually out in the open about how somebody's going to take that information and do with whatever it is that you've said. So it's not a personal attack at all. It's just about acknowledging this is what was said where was that coming from because you said this this is how i've taken it gives them a chance to respond with this is where i meant it to be or this is how i meant it this is what i'm or anything of those then next time they can choose whether they make that comment or not because the choice is always back down with them you can give them that feedback they can choose not to accept it they can choose not to do anything about it but then they know how you're feeling about it then, or they've had that chance to explain it so that if it's said again, you don't take it like that. You take it in that you should understand exactly where it is they're coming from. So it can feel very personal. It can and often will. However, it is not, it's not a personal attack. It's just about going, you know, this is what you've done or this is what you've said. This is how it is. But also, actually, if it is something that they do regularly, maybe they're not aware of it. Maybe that is something that they've been brought up with. And this links really closely with beliefs. I'm not going to go down that route because that's a whole different podcast about beliefs. 
but our beliefs can either limit us or you know really empower us and we get our beliefs from a lot of different places and very often we grow up with a belief and we never actually challenge it or we never look back at it and sometimes we need to as we get older we need to look at that and go where did I get this belief from is it true is it something that I want to keep because actually our beliefs affects our affect our behavior because whatever we believe will be demonstrated in our behavior it will come out one way or another so actually sometimes it does go that little bit deeper and again that's not necessarily a personal attack it's just about giving somebody if we can think of it differently reframe it rather than a personal attack it's something to open up your mind that enables you to look at something differently try it on see what it feels like with that different view and then you still have that choice of what you want to do with it that feedback is such a gift because it's also empowering it enables you to see something differently that can really develop you really get you to think differently really start to empower you rather than limit you so maybe try some feedback and if you get feedback accept it like you would a gift and say thank you we would love to hear from you so please do send in your comments let us know how you've got on if you've tried giving some feedback and also how you felt about receiving some feedback now with that maybe different look at it try it out make it a well-being tool for you till next time <laughs>